Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern-day Asian-American woman. I'm Janet. I'm Helen. And I'm Mel. Thanksgiving isn't just a holiday. It's a time for family and friends to gather, a day to reflect and think about who and what to be grateful for. These days, we live in a social and cultural environment where grass is always greener on the other side. I'm sure we're all guilty of scrolling through social media and thinking, man, I wish I had that life. It's become much easier to forget what we have and bemoan what we don't. We tend to forget being in the present time, enjoying the simple things in life as they happen. So in line with Thanksgiving, on today's episode, we're focusing on the simple things that we're thankful for. Those small, fleeting moments in our day that give us just a little bit of a pep, <laughs> pep in our step for the day. So to start, I'm thankful for Trader Joe's eggplant hummus. Oh, you would be. <laughs> <laughs> eggplant emoji. <laughs> I'm honestly thankful for my eyelash glue, though. Yeah. Because that that's something, like, that is one thing, if it's missing or it's ran out, that I noticed like, a lack of presence. I'm like, fuck, mm. my glue is gone. Where'd my eye go? But literally, those are moments I'm just like... I don't have eyelash glue. I will drop everything, but I need to fucking get my glue. Because mm. like, that little thing makes me feel so much more confident about myself when yeah. I go out. Mm. That's true. I would say I don't uh, use eyelash glue, but mascara for me. It's, if I run out of that, I will notice right away. Like, oh, don't look yeah. at me. Yeah, don't look at me. I literally won't go out. I mean, I'll go out. You're out right now. <laughs> I'm on my, probably go with no makeup tonight, but I love eyelash glue. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the ones with the painting, like the wands. Mm. Yeah, oh, I'm very peculiar with my eyelashes. Those. Okay, they're the best because if your ends are missing, you could go in with a little wand and like touch oh. up. Oh, oh, that's true. Because I always just have a glob at the end <laughs> of my eye. Ooh, also, ladies, you're thankful for a razor. Yeah. When I don't have a razor, I'm like, fuck, I can't lift my arms tonight. Yeah. Oh no, mm. wait, deodorant. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say tweezer for me versus shaving, mm. tweezing out. Oh, you tweeze your armpit here? Yeah, it, but then it's like if I have time. If I don't, then I go in with it. That's a lot of work. It is, but I feel like it's uh, better. Yeah, it's cleaner, and then I don't, you get a little bit of a burn, I feel like, when you use a razor. Oh. I do at least. Or along the lines of like hair eyebrow threading, that's mm. something that I will splurge a little bit more. Because yeah. I feel like it, it can get expensive, and I appreciate the women who do that because it takes so much patience and skill to like get in there and remove the thread. Can't relate. <laughs> actually, I, I thread the sides of my face now. Oh, That's great! Actually, actually like this this part right here. What's this? Oh, oh, the yeah. sideburns. Sideburns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will sometimes have them do the upper lip too. Oh yeah, upper lip for me. Wow, for sure. your sideburns are great. <laughs> As in, they're not. They're, they're not there. there. <laughs> <laughs> I think one thing I, I hope I don't take for granted anymore is having my own room. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, when I first went to L.A. three years ago, I actually had to share a room because it was so expensive to live here by myself that I literally had a roommate like within my room for two to three years. And it wasn't until recently last year I, I was able to afford my own room and have my own bed. And like just having your own space to yourself to go back to, it feels really nice after a long day at work and not mm-hmm. feeling like, oh, is someone here in my room? Like. It just feels weird. But then with my own space, I also make my bed every morning. Mm-hmm. And so coming back to like a nice, clean, like your bed made, it's just like, oh, sanctuary. And that's something maybe for Janet and myself, like we don't really appreciate it as much because maybe we haven't had to share a room after college. Well, I know I didn't have to share a room after college. Take for granted. Yeah. So 
for you that's mm-hmm. something that you see now and you're like yeah i appreciate the fact that i have my own private space yeah and i can do whatever i want in it uh, <laughs> what are you doing in your private space mel <laughs> well today i was eating tortilla chips and salsa oh. in my bed on my chest as i watched cartoons that's something yeah. i do for myself <laughs> well on the topic i don't know maybe cleanliness <laughs> or like cleaning up after yourself um i do splurge on having um, every month and a half i'll pay for a cleaning service and that's something i actually used to feel really guilty about and up until last year, I just, I told myself, you know, actually like that for me coming home to a clean place Mm -hmm. is like, it helps me have better peace of mind too. Um, That is actually very true. So that's something that I also have not decided to splurge on yet mm -hmm. because a part of me is like, my mom would be so mad at me if she knew that I couldn't clean my own room or like Mm -hmm. I couldn't, but it's more like all of the the dust that really picks up like underneath your cabinets and underneath your kitchen sink and all that right it's the deep clean because i think picking up at like large pieces of like i don't leave things hanging around mostly i mean right now it's a little bit but (laughs) but it's the it's like the scrubbing and the dusting that i feel like having a professional come in and dedicate like an hour or two to just doing that Mm -hmm. like i feel like i breathe more easily in my space so maybe this can jump into more of like the physical things that mm. we're thankful for, right? So that is like a physical person <laughs> to come yeah. into your home and help out. But I am thankful for them. Yeah. And I think nowadays we're so just busy with our time, whether it's work or you're going to gym or whatever, like you just, you want to free up more time to mm-hmm. give time for yourself. So yeah. things like cleaning or even like grocery shopping, right? These are things to me that don't feel like it's very, like a, a big value add. It's just like tasks that I kind of just have to do, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So those things in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, if we're working hard, then might as well spend a little bit more money to use Instacart. For me, mm-hmm. that's like a huge thing. That's starting to become a huge thing because now I don't have to like physically hurt myself by carrying like a lot oh, of things like I've, I've had grocery bags rip off my skin before <gasps> because it's so heavy oh my god i do i get the indents yeah and the indents holding the basket and i always see i go to the checkout counter and they're looking at my arm and i'm like, yeah. <laughs> like i'm not <laughs> trying to sell these yeah. are just groceries <laughs> on the topic of apps i am also very thankful for i know mel already talked about headspace that's something that i started mm-hmm. getting into but also the nike running app that's something i don't use yeah. all the different features but it's just nice having a place where you can like i can see all the way back from a couple of years ago like being able to track things and also connect with other people who are on it so i think we're talking about apps in general i'm thankful for my iphone (laughs) yeah having a phone i i was like a late adopter because like i actually didn't get an iphone until my senior year of college so i was using i think mine was actually oh no no no. by the time you were a senior i was probably working so i think probably around the same time (laughs) so i everyone around me was having an iphone i didn't have it until i was 22 Having the money to afford these things is something we have to be very thankful for because I do yeah. know a lot of people don't have those funds to like mm-hmm. enjoy these things that we get to do. And iPhone comes with a FaceTime, which I fucking love because then yeah. I get to talk to my family who is in the Bay Area, like I need to talk yeah. to your, your, your nephew, right? Like just being able to see him grow as I'm still far away from him is like the best thing. And also just seeing his face and he's so happy every time he sees yeah. me. Yeah, it's a little piece of happiness that I always find when I call and FaceTime him. But on FaceTime, like I feel like when we're in the comforts of our home is when we don't realize things that we we do take for granted. So when I was in Spain, mm-hmm. that was a time when I was like, okay, I don't have data. I don't. I can't just call people quickly. Um, I can't Google anything quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so those are things that I really, really appreciate when I came back. So having Wi-Fi, having my like Starbucks app. Yeah. I remember the first day I went to work and I ordered Starbucks ahead of time so I could avoid all the long lines. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> I so appreciate it. It's interesting. So my grandpa lives in Taiwan and he like got taught how to use like, is it um, line? You could actually call people, video yeah. call. And so he 
recently got into it and so I call him every two weeks now and just having that phone call with my grandpa and like he's just so like very sweet because you could tell like this technology is so new to him he's like wow I see you like kind of so excited and like his face just lights up when I call and just a simple thing like what are you eating today and he just wants to hear like five minutes of my day Mm -hmm. and then like that little moment just sets me like like makes it in a good mood exactly so thank you um technology for that and the topic of family and friends i am very thankful to be um even though i don't have children of my own this past year there have been so many close family and friend members who have had uh, kids so getting to um hang out with their babies on the weekends has been something i'm very thankful for your ovaries are exploding every time yeah my ovaries are very thankful i do do feel like because now with like tyler my family was pretty close before but i think for a lot of families like when there's a child Mm. that everyone kind of shares in the in a lifeboat it really does bring people together so i'm thankful for my sister who's now pregnant with her second baby oh my god for having more babies yeah same here my cousin is also pregnant with the second coming so and they're switching because she's having a boy, she just found out. So. Oh, my sister's having a girl. <laughs> I will live through your photos of your family's <laughs> kids because I don't have any. Well, I, I do share Tyler's photos with you girls. <laughs> you guys both share the babies with, yeah. with the group chat, which is amazing. Speaking of physical things, so my fridge broke oh, <laughs> literally oh, two right. weeks ago. And that's something I totally take for granted. Two things, because in LA, actually, it's actually hard to find an apartment with a fridge. First of all, that's really mm-hmm. fucking hard. Second of all, I forgot about that. So my fridge broke. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, just having a place to, like, store your food, especially yeah. for me, like, I fucking love food. Yeah. That's not the first, like, hardware or, like, kitchen appliance to break that I literally was I'm crying inside. Because oh. yeah. all this food started going to waste. And right. I'm like, oh, my God. Not having a fridge for four days, I'm just like, this sucks. But now I have it. I like hug my fridge. I remember fridge. you were so stressed about that. You're like, should I get a, an ice box or something and put my food? I'm like, yeah, well, by the time you get back, it's going to be all spoiled. Like, yeah. No, it won't be. I know. And It'll I stay cold. No. I was like praying and like, I felt like my food was like people and life. And I was like, can you guys please take this? <laughs> it's okay. It's going to be fine. Just need to get to you. And like, luckily my brother was like, I'll take it. Cause you know, college students don't have much food. Mm-hmm. I was like, yay, I'll drive it to you right now. So I was able to salvage some of it. But oh, he some, did. He took it. Took some of it. Like a fresh freaking bag of pot stickers? Like, what the fuck? Oh, That's not going to waste. Yeah. <laughs> but some of the stuff had a... And is in food heaven now. <laughs> did he survive your... He did. Food? Okay. He good. didn't get no food poisoning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we did ask this question on our IG stories about simple things that people are thankful for. And someone said, Japanese bidets. Oh, getting extra clean. The- I don't know if I like Japanese bidets. It's very invasive. So I like things it. Things come out. I don't want things going back in. I've actually having? never used one. I don't know how to use it. When Even when I was in Europe, like, do you turn the faucet thing towards on. your butthole? You just click on the butt, butt um, uh, water I guess button. I'm talking about European bidets. I don't know. Because it's like a separate toilet. Mm. Oh. Or what looks like a toilet. Yeah. Right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've never used them so i'm not sure yeah okay i don't know either japanese bidets they they sing to you so that's pretty cool they sing when you flush it's like a song oh also there's another button on the bidets where you could click on to like have noise when you shit but my head was like then you know you're <laughs> shitting so it's so obvious i like when they blow the air <laughs> to like dry it a little bit that's pretty good oh. yeah. that's pretty nice janet's like what i'm not aware of this world i've just been peeing in some basic well, you've, never, you've never seen a toto no taiwan has it a toto like the the brand that um they monopolized the Mm. japanese bidets but yeah so you press a button like water shoots Uh at you and then 
and then air. It air dries. Yeah. Oh. You know what it is? I've definitely been in restrooms where those types of bathrooms exist, like when we go to Asia, but like I don't ever use them because I don't yeah. know what is happening with all the buttons. <laughs> Actually, speaking of like, you just remind me of something. I am so thankful for like sitting toilets because when I go to oh, Asia and oh, the squatting yeah. ones, it literally hurts my heart because like I don't feel comfortable squatting. Dude, yeah. And it just smells sometimes, just like I can't. Like whenever I have to squat, I always feel so awkward. Have you ever been to the ones where all of your liquids and waste is like connected below your stalls so it's like a river that's flowing underneath oh. you <laughs> i went to like, i think it was like a temple and they had that oh. and i just like saw so much literal shit other people's coming shit by just me. passing yeah, by, just passing by. oh wow okay i'm like that's... okay next time stall number one <laughs> that's actually why i can't do porta potties because mm, you can yeah like it, right okay. straight to the clump of communal like it's yeah. just, it literally so oh my gosh just think about it. i mean we just had a an episode about poops and periods yeah like, <laughs> yeah disgusting and then also along the lines of toilets like toilet paper right like where mm. in nature can you find something that is equivalent to toilet paper other than like cotton right a very hard leaf i don't know a very soft leaf you mean yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry. what about i know we um we talk we complain about work sometimes, right? Uh-huh. Um, and even though I complain about work, I still, I feel like in reflection of this year, I'm very thankful for the job that I'm at and especially for my coworkers because I think sometimes things do get a little bit stressful, but at the end of the day, I always feel like everyone's working toward a unified goal and that they're all very understanding. So thank you for bringing that up, Janet, because I think sometimes like the first thing you complain about is work and like how long we're staying and all this stuff. And like, I'm actually very thankful for like, my, like the managers at my job because all of them like are actually super supportive and like they are the type of people that if you mess up a little bit they're never the type to like yell at you they're always mm-hmm. like it's okay we'll just go we'll work on it like very supportive very understanding and I can imagine working for a different company where they're like no you fucked up like what the fuck like getting mm-hmm. mad at you so I'm very thankful for that and along the same lines I think a key to like success and tenure at a firm or at a company is really having that coworker that you can complain to, right? Because like I can complain to you ladies about my job, but yeah. like you don't understand the environment that mm-hmm. it's in mm-hmm. and you're kind of, you're good listeners, but you're not gonna be able to give like the best like feedback of how I should react. Yeah. So having a coworker at work that I can just go to and just be like, dude, this guy just sucks. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. something, something where it's like you would not tell your boss or you would not tell anyone else that that's really important otherwise you're just piling it up inside and yeah. you, you, like people can tell when you're pissed oh yeah, yeah. so you know i usually came, I, I came from freelance right so going to corporate for me i was like oh i don't want to fall into that corporate lifestyle i don't want to i'm just here to do my job and leave and do my own shit mm. i didn't expect to make the friendships i did at work like we actually have like a solid friendship where i like tell them everything and like it became more like a friendship versus like a coworker relationship yeah. and yeah. i'm just like i never thought that would actually happen to me but like i'm very thankful for those people at work that literally are there when I cry having having a stressful day or like yeah. talking about yeah. my dating woes and it's yeah. just like who thought work would provide like a friendship like that you mm-hmm. know and if you think about it like you go to lunch and you usually yeah. go to lunch with people and you build relationships with them yeah. you actually probably spend more time with them than like your regular friends because yeah. you see them for an hour a day every day at yeah. least yeah so we've covered things that we do for ourselves we've covered like physical tools and apps <laughs> that we use to make our lives more efficient and so gestures from others so coworkers. It's like a gesture from someone else, right? Someone that we can rely on. But even like, I was just thinking earlier today when I brought home, it's like Chipotle and then had my laptop with all my papers. But like the the doorman who opened the door for me, I was just like, oh, thank you. Like yeah. that that's like, you're always there. Yeah. And I don't think we 
we take it for granted when right, someone right. is like always there. There's um at my at my work, there's this guy. He literally is there every day just to clean the building. And he's like probably mm. twenty years old. Mm. Super nice guy. Cleans our restrooms like every single day. Like and there's also ladies that come after hours to clean our whole building. And I'm just yeah. like, thank you so much. Like yeah. It's like very behind the scenes too. So yeah. it's not like they're showing up and they're like, hey, I cleaned your desk for you. Right. So they, yeah. They're not getting direct acknowledgement. It's yeah. a very, very thankless job actually if you think yeah. about it. Yeah. This sounds really random. Okay. So us three um, are in a like Facebook messenger chat. And I think a gesture I love is like, even though we're really busy, we, we always constantly talk about our podcast and what we want to do next and like our next topic. And I love it when like our comments get acknowledged within each other. Like, when you guys like my comment, or like, or, no, it's true. Like, it's like acknowledging, like, oh, cool, like you guys like this. Despite our busy schedule, they were still very communicative yeah. towards yeah. one another, which is great. That little like on Facebook just does a little thing, you know. <sighs> we're so like social media driven these days <laughs> for that heart, for that like. <laughs> but but it's, it's easier than being like, yeah, I got your message, thanks. That's true. Within a because in a DM situation, that is, it's like a nice way to to give a like a virtual hug. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of hugs, <laughs> I like when someone like gives you a hug and you can feel that they mean it. Yeah. Oh, yeah Not yeah. just like a side hug or like a, hey, like I kind of have to or do polite, this yeah. out of politeness, but like, I really want to hug you. Yeah. Like, mm, that is really nice. nice. The little yeah. squeeze. Aww. I haven't got one in a while. No, I got one last Tuesday. It was great. From, from who? My coworker, because I was crying at work. Aww. But it was, it was really great. I got a hug. <laughs> okay. Sometimes, so my, my roommate, um, she cooks like a lot of food sometimes. I'm really appreciative when after a long day of work, she's like, "Mel, have some of my food. I cooked enough. I cook. Or I have. A, I made a bowl for you. Uh-huh. Like that little like that is just so great to come home and like I don't have to worry about cooking. And she has that bowl of food ready for me. Or even having like takeout in your fridge and forgetting about it and seeing it the next day. Yeah, the I best. Food. <laughs> I never forget about it though. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my little brother did something recently for me. That was really sweet. I was just texting my little brother about like a random, like a package about something else. He's like, oh, did you get it? I was like, get what? He's like, oh, I sent you some lavender essential oils because we we're talking about like stress and how to relieve stress. Oh. And he was saying like, he was listening to a speech and the guy said, always carry a little bit of lavender or some oil for you to relieve stress. And he's oh. like, I want to get you some. So he, his girlfriend and him sent me some oil to my oh, work. That's, that's really cute. Yeah. And it's like someone so young could do that for me. It's like, yeah. oh, so thoughtful. Yeah. I actually really nice. thought about that. So this past year for Mother's Day, I made sure to send like a Mother's Day card to, and I've never done this before, to like every mother or female in my life. Yeah. Like my aunts who have helped me out a lot when I moved to LA because they live out here in LA, to like my mom, to my two grandmas, and mm-hmm. then to my sister because she's a mom now. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, even though in the past I've just sent them a message, like it felt good to just send them a physical card. Yeah. To be yeah. Like, Thank you for what you do. Like, yeah. really. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, no, that's great. I, I think also for like, for my friend's birthdays, I started sending them flowers because I feel like that mm. is like, it's a small gesture, but the act of giving that like feels more solid for yourself too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no lie. When even this year, when I, during my birthday, when I got flowers from you guys, I'm just like, wow, it's just like nice to feel like someone remembers you more than the text. I mean, even though I do enjoy the text messages. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I go home to Boston, I already love it because I don't see my family often, but like my mom always asks me, okay, so where do you want to go out to eat today? Mm. And I'm just like, mom, I just want you to cook. Like, can you just cook for me? That's all I want when I go back. And I never appreciated that until I've been away and you realize what you don't have until you're gone. And you're like, that's what I miss. 
mom's home cooking. Yeah. Speaking of like moms and going back home, one thing I see, it's funny how like these are things you realize when you didn't, we don't have it anymore. Right. Yeah. Uh, my mom always has this thing on Saturday morning. She's always in her like weird ass robe that looks like weird color. But sorry. It's <laughs> a weird color. She, my mom wears like a red robe with these black buttons and polka dots. It just isn't, it doesn't, it's not cute. I think that needs to be our thumbnail. <laughs> I have a photo of me wearing it. Um, back to my mom. On Saturdays and Sundays, she always wakes up early and reads like the coupons or like what's like on sale. Aww. And she always has a cup of coffee. And whenever I wake up, she goes, do you want some coffee? And we always just share a cup of coffee together. Aww. And just sitting there with her like quiet time on like yeah. a morning. It's yeah. really nice because I don't get to do that here. The coupons reminded me of like um, when I go home on the weekends, my parents will go to Costco and co- they have the coupon book in Costco. Yeah. But just taking those like mundane trips um, or like the small like tasks that's something I am really thankful for. Mm-hmm. Just spending time with them. I feel like I didn't realize how much how babied in the sense I was. Like whenever I'm home, my mom's like, "Where's your laundry? I gotta do your laundry. Oh. oh, we're gonna we're gonna fill up your gas tank. We're gonna wash your car. Like all these little things that are like, oh, I just do it myself here. But oh, yeah. they always want to do that when I'm back. Yeah. Anytime there's like a hole in my pants, <laughs> I will bring it home, even though I'm not planning to wear it, so that she can help me sew it. <laughs> but like they, she loves doing things for me, and the fact that. You know, when I'm there, I'm like, oh, I don't need you for anything. It's like, she wants to do things for me. So I'm like, yeah. She wants to feel needed. Yeah. 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 Make me my period soup. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever I'm back, my mom always wants to hit Costco because she's like, I want to make sure you have enough food to bring back. Yeah. She'll buy my groceries in the bay so I could drive it back down. Actually, my mom makes a like potato salad that Mm. I love. So she'll put it in cartons and like stick it in my luggage. At first, I was like, why are you doing that? But then once I get home, I'm like, ooh, I got some potato salad in my luggage. (laughs) That sounds so good, by the way. So I guess overall, we're just very thankful for like our moms and our families who, who in a sense have ingrained this routine that we didn't realize until we we're out of that routine. Yeah, right? for sure. Because when you're like in it, it feels kind of naggy sometimes. Yeah. Right? But it's just like, yeah, when you're away, it's like, wow, this person really cared about me or else yeah. they wouldn't be nagging if they didn't care about you. That's very true. So I guess it's not a little thing, but I'm really thankful for people who continue to create and share their stories especially within like marginalized communities, like within the Asian community, right? Like mm-hmm. we have a lot of friends who are in the YouTube space yeah. and who do it purely out of just like the passion for advancing our community. Like before Crazy Rich Asians, there's a lot of people who are doing this purely just because they want to and they yeah. see this vision of what um, Asian entertainment should be and that it's not there yet. And so they're going to keep pushing that agenda forward. So, I mean, people like that have encouraged us to create this podcast, mm-hmm. right? So people telling their stories and making it more of a comfortable environment for others to share theirs. No, I totally really agree. thankful for that. Yeah. And like Helen is saying, for those who directly support our podcast, whether that's through direct messages, comments, um, and then directly to our producers who actively support us and help us. I feel like we're, talk- I feel like right now we're talking about how thankful we are for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I think, you know, even though as much as we enjoy making this podcast, sometimes it gets tough for us because like... Even last week, Helen was working 60 hours or how many hours? 30-hour day. <laughs> she literally didn't come home from work. And so, like, I think when we see comments from you guys saying, I love this episode, or, like, DMs saying, like, I listen to ABG right now. Like, those little things make us feel like this is worth our time to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I think we're just very thankful for you guys who, who continue to listen to us. And, like, I don't know, you guys make me feel really special. And I feel like we're, we're like, making stuff that really matters in this world versus just, like, I mean, we talk about shit sometimes, but like... Literally shit. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but I think for us, we all just want connection and yeah. make an impact in this world. And I think through our, listener, through our listeners, we feel like we're doing that. Yeah. And especially for the platform, right? The podcasting platform with iTunes, Spotify, not sponsored, but open to it. <laughs> <laughs>
And I, I'm also thankful for you ladies for doing this podcast because yeah. I feel like I know I couldn't have lasted this long with ABG without you two. Like same here for sure. Yeah, when you're yeah. you're held accountable by like other people, that does help to make a working product. And I think yes. for me also, like I am, I have always been. A, more of a listener than a talker so mm. having a podcast is really strange for me because I don't like to talk that much mm. <laughs> but I feel like you guys you know like bring it out of me and it definitely is a struggle for me um, and it still is like I still get nervous when we are just even like with each other in front mm-hmm. of a mic I'm like why does it have to be that way I don't know but I think I've always been more of a listener I don't like to talk about my problems or my like issues and I think that's also part of my personality, which is yeah. what we discovered, right? And also just learning about ourselves and understanding more about ourselves because we talk for ourselves. Yeah. That's also been something I'm really thankful for these past two years, two years now. Oh yeah. God. Isn't that crazy? It's been two years. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. That's nuts. No, I definitely home to that point about like how with each topic, it forces us to go through self-discovery to think about how it is, you know, or like when we're prepping to outline and then when we actually are recording, oftentimes I'm answering pretty authentically on the spot. And then after we record, I'm like, oh, I don't really know that about myself. Or I just, I just <laughs> Actually, that's happened many times. Janet, she's like, hmm, is that me? Yeah. <laughs> and, and some, I mean, you know, we talk about silly topics like periods and poop and, and dating, which is kind of like a, a pop culture thing. But also we do, we've covered topics about cultural identity and family. And so I have appreciated when, you know, sometimes you, it's like nervous when we're prepping for it because I feel like, oh, this is kind of a serious topic. Like, what am I going to say? Mm-hmm. But having to go through those exercises, I feel like I've had to, I've had to develop a greater sense of self mm-hmm. when it comes to those topics of identity and culture. There are some times where I meet with friends who are like, oh, Mel, listen to your podcast. Like, tell me like, tell me more about like the girls and like how are you, like your dynamic is like, who's carrying their weight? Who's doing more than other, than someone else? And I'm like, all three of us are needed in this podcast because if someone was missing, it wouldn't feel right. It wouldn't feel complete because I do think all three of us not only bring things like personality experience wise to like the podcast, but behind the scenes, we all carry our own weight in different ways. And I feel like, I don't know, like I would feel really weird if someone was missing from this trio. I think when we first started the podcast, you know, we were friends or we're like more like, we were friends that would hang out, hang out and talk sometimes, but I do think this podcast has made us stronger as friends. Yeah, oh, most definitely. Nowadays, I don't know, maybe it was just within my life before, but it, I felt like I had, had a lot of like surface friends, and I think it also comes with moving to a new city, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you first meet people, and it's like, yeah, you go out and you drink, and you know that side of me, but it's like you don't know anything deeper than that. Yeah. So this podcast almost forces us to search within ourselves, yeah. but also to talk about it with you ladies openly about who I am Mm -hmm. so that you can learn more about me and vice versa. It's like we're dating each other. Yeah. Yeah. With with mics in front of us and us in pajamas. (laughs) But it's interesting you say that because it's like, yes, like through this, like this podcast, we were forced to get to know each other. An ulterior path, we could have not got along and this podcast would just ended. Mm -hmm. But the Mm -hmm. fact that we still like continue to connect and continue to support each other, it shows that this is meant to be. Yeah. You know, this is Well, then I'm thankful for our chemistry and our personalities or, you know, whatever helps make it work. Me too. So for anyone out there who is, who's like, how did you, how did you guys start this podcast? I really think that it does just take just starting it and seeing if it works or not. And just trying it out. And like to our points, it's having a group, like find people to create with. Right. It didn't start off with with us saying like, oh yeah, you two are like the perfect ones for this podcast. It kind of just started off. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but it's been working for us. Chemistry is there, but it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like dating. Like you can't really. (laughs) You don't know until you try. Exactly. You just got to try it out. (laughs) 
so that wraps up this episode. Um, we just wanted to touch upon things that we're thankful for and including the little things that we tend to forget and kind of just look over and take for granted. To be honest, it was actually a little difficult for us to come up with these things because, yeah, it's in our day-to-day and sometimes we just forget that it's like there for us. So maybe this year, what we will do and maybe what you know you as our listeners can do also, start a list of things that you're thankful for. Don't just create a list of things that you're thankful for in your mind, but write it out. Even send physical thanks to people. You know, that friend that held your hair back last night (laughs) or the doorman that you see every day or your mom or your best friend. Like, actually let them know that you're thankful for them. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can find us on social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Asian Boss Girl. And if you like what you're hearing, please hit that subscribe button or leave us a rating or review. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Overcast, and the other podcasting platforms. And we are so thankful for you all as our listeners for sticking with us for 27 episodes now. (laughs) Okay. Happy Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. So that wraps up this. Whoa. So that wraps up. Wraps ups? Uh oh. So that wraps up the. Wraps. Wraps ups. Wraps ups. ups, Right? Wraps up. Wraps up. You got it. I got four. (laughs)